Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to a Sunday sermon. Each week, we try to bring you a message from the spirits that lived with Jesus, or Jesus himself, or an archangel. So you never know who's coming. But this week, it's going to be St. Peter. Peter's been with us before, and he always has great messages. So I know he's standing here. So let us begin. Indeed, I did walk with Jesus. He trusted me. I did all that I could ever do for him. I became the leader of the disciples. I showed leadership. <clears throat> I brought people to him. I introduced him to other disciples, to other servants, to other to people that would serve him faithfully. Keep in mind that it was just not the 12 of us. There were many others that assisted in spreading the words of our Lord. There were times that there would be 50 or 60 of us traveling in a group. You see, in those days, groups gave the protection that was required. There were people that would try to rob you, same as today. There were people that would ridicule us, same as today. And there were people that spoke against us. You see, nobody had ever heard of Jesus until he started his ministries. But once he started, everybody wanted to see him, speak with him, possibly touch him. The sick and the ill would come to him to be, to be given their health back. The people had never seen anything like this. They had never seen a human that could heal. Oh, there were so-called doctors and priests that would pray to you and shaman or whatever you wanted to call them. But when they came to our Lord, he would put his hand upon them and they would be healed. They would know unquestionably that he was so special. He was indescribable. When you looked into his eyes, you knew that you were looking at pure love. You knew that all he wanted to do was make your life better. He wanted to show you the path to heaven. He told all that would listen that if they lived a good life, did unto others as they wanted done unto them, then they would join Jesus in heaven and they would have everlasting life. He simplified a lot of things because the humans of those times were very simple. They couldn't understand difficult ways of speaking. Our Lord didn't speak in parables. He would be, he was very simple. He spoke the very simple words that he still speaks. If you take time to listen to his messages, you can't make any miscalculations as to what he is saying. He's telling you in the simplest of terms what you need to do. And it's just, it's so simple to live a good life. 
Why do you go out and want to kill others? Why do you want to take their property? Why do you want to hurt others? You don't want to be hurt. If you live your life where you hurt others, then people will want to hurt you. You show anger to them, they'll show anger to you. Hatred, same thing. However you treat another person is how they are going to treat you. If you treat them with love, the odds are pretty good that they'll return that, that love. However, there are evil people, and you have to recognize that. There are people that you can speak to about love, and they'll stab you in the back. Sadly, that's evil. Not much you can do with them. You need to walk away from them. Evil is everywhere. Sometimes it's very, very difficult to recognize evil. There are people that will lie to you. They will be two-faced. They will pretend to be your friend. And the second you walk away, you'll find out that they're not. True friendship is a very rare thing. You may find out as you grow older that you may only have a few true friends. You have a lot of friends and acquaintances, but there are very few people that you could trust with your life. You see, when we walked the earth, we knew we could trust each other with each other's lives. We protected each other. We gave advice. And we did all that we could do to assure that the words of Jesus were preserved forever. Now, sadly, through the years, those words got revised a bit. Many of the words <clears throat> were complicated. They weren't complicated when he spoke them. But many of the words were actually changed. You see, the church is not without sin. The church went through periods where they wanted power, where they wanted all of the humans to come to them for salvation. In many instances, the church didn't even understand what salvation truly was, but they truly understood how they could raise money and how they could put people in servitude to them by telling those people that the only way they were going to go to heaven was through the church. Now, today you're seeing the same thing in churches. Many people tell you that the only way that you truly will go to heaven is through the churches. Churches are, can be a very good thing. It's a great place to put your children. They'll learn about Jesus. and They'll have social interaction with other children that are trying to be taught about our Lord and about God. They'll be told there that God truly exists. They'll be told many other things as well, but they'll be taught the basics, and that's a good thing. Churches could do much more. If you look at many of the churches today, you see untold wealth. That wealth, that wealth could be converted to helping others. 
One day, maybe they'll catch on. When they go home, they're going to be told the mistakes that they're being made. Can you imagine an elder of the church in the highest position, or maybe even a pope? And when he gets home, he's told, dude, you screwed up. See, I'm using your language too. We listen to you every day, so we know how humans speak. So in that terminology, maybe somebody else will understand what I mean. Everyone makes mistakes. That's a given fact. You're supposed to. When you're born, you know nothing. You learn everything. In the beginning, it's up to your parents to teach you, to your family members. Hopefully, they, they will teach you that God exists as one of your earliest lessons. It's a very simple concept if you understand it. And then the children grow up and they go to college and their peers tell them there's no God. Their teachers tell them there's no God, that they can prove there's no God. Well, that's just simply stupidity because there is. You see, these people get educated and that they find out that they can't prove God exists. So faith goes out of their lives. You see, faith is the key foundation. If everyone has faith, that God truly exists, it would be such a better world. You need to ask yourself what happens as individuals grow up as it makes them grow away from God. It's evil. Evil is always trying to lead you away from God and lead you away from doing the right thing. That's the way it is. Evil people will tell you that God does not exist. That's the foundation. There may be even some people out there that worship Satan. The stupidity of that is beyond comprehension <clears throat> because Satan doesn't even exist. God does. So why wouldn't you choose to worship a God that exists than a mythical figure <clears throat> that does not exist? Humans. Humans are capable of making many bad decisions. Once you draw away from God, you draw away from prayer. And when you draw away from prayer, you draw away from asking for guidance. Humans left to their own devices can do amazingly stupid things. Why would you live a life that will lead you away from advancing in heaven. Think of the common sense of that. Doesn't make sense. The life that really matters is the life of your soul. Now, when you're a human, you think that human life is the be-all and the end-all. Well, it's not. Today, we're seeing humans trying to Slow up the aging process so that they can remain humans longer than what is anticipated by the spirit world. You see, God wants you back. He wants humans to have a limited time. Maybe he's afraid that they can do too much damage if he left them for too long. Even the best humans 
the ones that are trying to do the right thing make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Don't dwell on them. Let each day of your life be the first day. What you do each morning when your feet hit the ground, it's going to determine what happens when it's time to return. And the great mystery is you have no idea when you're going to return. It could happen to you any day of your life. You have to prepare for it. And the preparation is the easiest thing that you can ever do. The preparation for returning is to believe in God, follow his words, help others. Do everything that you can. Show leadership. When I walked with him, I showed leadership. I tried to direct the other disciples into how best to serve our Lord. Leadership is very important because somebody has to always lead. If no one leads, no one will follow. You see, not everyone is a leader, but they rely upon people with leadership ability. If you don't show leadership, then the words of our Lord are not going to be spread as he wants them to be spread. Leadership, leadership is incredibly important. It can be very simple, and I'm not talking about leading thousands and thousands of people. Leadership is showing the way. It's telling others of the words of our Lord. It's doing things in social media to pass on the words that he speaks. It's, it's standing above the common person. And I'm not beating on the common person. Common person is the key. <clears throat> it's the masses that elect the politicians. Show leadership in directing people how to understand which of the politicians truly tell the truth, truly believe in God, and truly want to help the people that elect them. <clears throat> you see, many politicians just want wealth and power. You need to separate them and get rid of them. There are people that truly want to serve. You can sort out. You can figure out who is right and who is wrong. If they speak the words similar to those of our Lord, then at least that's a first step. They may be lying to you, and many of them do. But you have to sort out truth from evil. If you do that, the world is going to improve drastically. You have to remove hatred. You're seeing an incredible growth in hatred now. Anti-Semitism is everywhere. And it's because people allow them to teach it. No one should ever speak hatred. Schools should never allow the teaching of hatred, but they do. 
So simply follow the words of our Lord, build a foundation of faith, show leadership in bringing other people to him. That's all it takes. So I thank you so much for allowing me to come through today. I tried to speak a little differently than I have in past appearances. I know that Barry will allow me to come back again in the future when I ask him. So this is not the last time you're going to hear from me. Show that you love our God. Show that you understand his words and pass them the simple words that he speaks to others. So thank you again. I know Jesus is blessing all of you. I know that he loves all of you. So goodbye and have a blessed day. Thank you, Peter. <clears throat> Once again, another great message. Don't know who it's going to be next week, folks, but we'll have another Sunday sermon for you. Hope that we help make your day a little brighter. Hope we give it a little better start. That's why we do it. Tell your friends and join us next week. We will be back. God blesses all of you. And I know that he knows what everyone does and how they help bring people to him. So goodbye.